4: when to your sin
5: we play guitars and you
6: will sound all be flying higher than a jail on and if you want a little
3: bang in your yin yan come along Trump's assault Saul and the isn't just part of his past it's what he's promising for the future He's being straightforward. he's not hiding the ball Trump's not concerned about your future, I promise
4: you.
7: It does not matter who you are, where you come from, or who your father is, or your last name. Yes, I'm looking at you, Hunter Biden, as I'm speaking to you. We have no choice except
3: to refer charges and find Hunter Biden in contempt. His choice.
7: Freedom
4: is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city sing you a country song. The new Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America.
6: Alright, thanks, Scott Shannon. Hour 2, Sean Hannity Show. Toll free, it's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. A lot of legal, uh, legal issues emerging that are very should be disturbing anybody that follows you know the rule of law believes in this constitutional republic uh is upset that joe biden just absolutely fails to uphold his oath of office when it comes to the specific issue of the border uh you know they've been outright lying to us the borders closed the borders secure the borders closed borders secure it's not never has been uh mayorkas literally is now saying some have accused the department of homeland security of not enforcing our nation's laws could not be further from the truth well if that's the case what why did they make the changes that you know at the border and remove the trump policies that were working and you know we're now approaching nearly 10 million illegal immigrants that they have allowed in mostly unvetted and according to even mayorkas 85 percent of them stay um at with, without respecting our laws our borders and our sovereignty but this is what Majorca said
3: some have accused DHS of not enforcing our nation's laws. This could not be further from the truth. Having begun my public service career as a federal prosecutor for 12 years, ultimately serving as the United States attorney, there is nothing I take more seriously than our responsibility to uphold the law. And the men and women of DHS are working around the clock to do so
6: the men and women that can't stand your policies because you've made their job infinitely harder. And they're the ones that accuse you of not enforcing the laws. Otherwise, uh, people would not be allowed to cross over in the numbers that they've been crossing over it. Now you may remember, uh, the hearings last week Mayorkas Mark green, by the way, uh, you know, saying Mayorkas is the architect for the devastation we have seen the last three years at the border. I thought that was particularly effect- effective, Then the Oklahoma Attorney General, uh, Genter Drummond, saying that the ongoing border crisis ensures a never-ending flood of illegal foreign nationals who continue to perpetrate crimes and endanger people. Anyway, let let me play these two cuts, Mark Green and Genter Drummond.
7: I wish we weren't sitting here today. I wish these proceedings were not necessary. I wish our Southwest border was secure. I wish that our government was enforcing the laws passed by the Congress and doing its job to keep the American people safe. Unfortunately, Secretary Mayorkas has done none of these things. For almost a year, the House Committee on Homeland Security has conducted a comprehensive investigation into the causes, costs and consequences of the unprecedented crisis at our southwest border. Our evidence makes it clear. Secretary Mayorkas is the architect of the devastation that we have witnessed for nearly three years. The findings of our investigation, available to the public at homeland.house.gov, coupled with the Secretary's refusal to change course on the reckless decisions facilitating this crisis, have left us with no reasonable alternative than to pursue the possibility of impeachment. The Secretary's actions have brought us here today, not ours.
8: The voters of Oklahoma legalized medical marijuana in 2018. While that legalization led to the legitimate cannabis business related businesses throughout our state, organized criminals have overtaken the industry. Our law enforcement partners report that the foreign nationals most often involved in these illegal enterprises come from China and Mexico. The one thing these criminals have in common is that they have no regard for our laws or public safety. Criminal illegal immigrants are not content with growing only black market marijuana. They also produce and distribute fentanyl, and they engage in sex trafficking and labor trafficking. Oklahoma's law enforcement community fights a constant battle against these evils. The Oklahoma Bureau of Narcotics and Dangerous Drugs, the Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation, and scores of local law enforcement agencies deserve much praise for their great and heroic efforts. While there have been many great successes, the ongoing border crisis ensures a never-ending flood of illegal foreign nationals who continue to perpetrate crimes that endanger our people.
6: All right, joining us now, we have Greg Jarrett, Fox News legal analyst, host of his own uh, podcast, Leo 2.0 Terrell, Fox News contributor, former civil rights attorney. Uh, welcome, both of you. There's a lot of issues involved in the law today. It's not just, you know, the, the pending impeachment inquiry into Mayorkas. I mean, to me, that's a, a slam dunk, Leo 2.0 Terrell.
3: I think you're 100% right. Let me be very clear. You know, Mayorkas gives lawyers a bad name. He just lies. He straight up lies. He never is responsive to the call of any questions that he's asked. It was a lie for him to tell the whole world that the border was secure. But I'll tell you right now, he is, he is ground zero for impeachment for one reason. Their elective duty. He's basically failing to to enforce the law at the border. As a result, we got millions and millions of illegal aliens in this country because of his dereliction of duty. The only concern I have, Sean, really, is whether or not we'll get at least 218 Republicans, if you call them Republicans, to vote for impeachment. Because there needs to be a stain on his career, a stain on his record, and the fact that he has basically abandoned his job duties as uh secretary of homeland security
6: well let's get your take greg jarrett to me uh you know i know a lot of people are fixated on an impeachment inquiry of Mayorkas, but isn't this joe biden's policy shouldn't the buck stop with him
4: sure you know failure to faithfully execute the laws of the united states uh, you know violating his oath to defend the constitution uh... and in the american public unnecessarily putting americans in danger and doing so willfully and actively uh... by refusing to enforce the border but more importantly refusing to enforce the law and to apply the law i mean the law exists that it is a uh... crime to come into the united states illegally uh... but there are no prosecutions and instead you know during the campaign Uh, in 2020, Joe Biden encouraged people to come to the United States illegally cross without permission. Um, and, you know, on day one, he opened up the border because he was determined to reverse everything that Donald Trump did. Having said all of that, you know I'm against the idea of impeaching Joe Biden during an election year. Uh, that would be election interference, in my judgment, depriving voters of the choice
6: all right well well how is that any different than holding you know up to four potential criminal trials against donald trump i'm not sure all four happen this year but i got to imagine one or two might happen
4: it, it's the same thing and that's what i've been arguing against these are political prosecutions weak cases tainted cases and they were brought for the sole purpose of interfering in the election so you know i'm against these prosecutions against trump and equally on the same grounds against impeachment during an election year of Joe Biden.
6: We have two prosecutors. Uh, in the one case, we have the attorney general in the state of New York, uh, that being Leticia James. And then we have Fannie Willis, the Fulton County district attorney. And we're learning new information on, on both of them. Now remember, you know, they, they both, went out and actually campaigned on the idea of getting one man, one family, one organization. That's Donald Trump, the Trump family, the Trump organization. Uh, but now we're, we, you know, we're, we're getting dates and times. If you go to whitehouse.gov of, of how many times Leticia James, James was at the Biden White House. And a lot of people are wondering, huh, could there have been some type of coordination with people in the White House? Because it's not the only time that this has happened. You know, we know that Fannie Willis apparently was coordinating Messenger, pointing out that committee staff of the January 6th committee uh, were repeatedly or reportedly aiding Georgia prosecutors in their probe of Donald Trump. And lawyers and agents employed by Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis were meeting with staffers of the J6 committee in mid-April 2022 as Willis was preparing her special grand jury investigation at the meeting previously unreported. January 6th committee staff allowed the DA's attorneys to review a limited selection of their findings, but not keep it. In other words, they were feeding them information that, you know, and aiding and abetting and assisting. Now things have gotten a lot more complicated because Fannie Willis's uh, boyfriend, uh, a guy that since 2022 earned more than $650,000 in legal fees just on this trump case in fulton county whether or not there are ethics violations and what should happen should this case be put on hold uh... does this show political bias on the part of you know either leticia james or either fanny willis uh, we will ask you first on this one greg Jarrett.
4: yes to uh, both those questions you know funneling county money to your amorous partner and then sharing the financial fruits for extravagant uh, vacations. What is that under the law? Leo can tell you it's misappropriation of public funds. It's honest services fraud. Uh, these two, Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade, appear to have been profiting significantly from their prosecution against Trump uh, at the expense of taxpayers. You know, I, I have a column out. I liken it to a steamy harlequin romance a secret lover, luxury twists financed by taxpayer dollars, and together they're plotting to elevate her career by destroying a political opponent, Donald Trump, seeking to retake the White House. It is filled with unethical behavior that I think in the end would demand a dismissal of charges and and probably an investigation of Fannie Willis and whether she should be a uh, sanctioned or disbarred.
6: Your thoughts, Leo 2.0, Terrell, you agree with Greg?
4: Oh, I agree with
3: it, Greg hundred percent. Let me just add some other additional facts. When you talk about Leticia James, you could play a montage, Sean, of her audio comments, video and audio on the record. I'm out to get Trump. I'm going to get Trump. This is back in 2017 when she was running for the office, 2018, she didn't have any specific charges, but she was going to go out and get Trump. She made numerous admissions. That is a motivation that was purely political, not legal. And these charges that Donald Trump is facing in New York, these outrageous charges, no one has ever been charged. There's no victim. These charges are bogus, directed solely at Donald Trump. And the timing of these charges, yeah, election interference. The motivation is very
6: simple. The the strangest part of this New York civil case is the judge is still clinging to this ridiculous valuation of Mar-a-Lago at $18 million. It's insane. Um, Yeah, that is going to be challenged on the
3: appellate level. Thank goodness the appellate court put a stay on a receivership of all of Trump's holdings. I can guarantee you the last chapter has not been written on this Trump civil case. It's going to be reversed because this judge has abused his discretion on applying the law in that case, Sean.
6: All right, quick break more with attorneys Leo 2.0 Terrell and Greg Jarrett. Then your call's coming up, 800 941 sean our number, if you want to be a part of the program. All right, we continue now with Greg Jarrett and uh, Leo 2.0 Terrell talking about all these legal conflicts of interest or coordination, whatever you want to call it. Well, here's Leticia James. She, she ran to get one man, one family, one organization, and... You know, I think you can look at a lot of this as her just fulfilling a campaign promise. Listen. I will never be afraid
5: to challenge this illegitimate president when our fundamental rights are at stake. I believe that the president of these United States can be indicted for criminal offenses. Will you sue him for us? Oh, we're going to definitely do. We're going to be a real table. I know my name personally. That man in the White House. can't go a day uh, uh, without threatening our fundamental rights. Yes, we need to focus on Donald Trump and his abuses. We need to follow his money. We need to find out where he's laundered money. We need to find out whether or not he's engaged in conspiracy. It's important that everyone understand that the days of Donald Trump are
7: coming to an end. I look
5: forward to going into the office of attorney general every
6: day, suing him, defending your rights, and then going home. Wow. Uh, I guess that's just a campaign uh, promise uh, made and kept. Greg Jarrett.
4: Yeah, look, it's the duty of a prosecutor to see that justice is done dispassionately, neutrally, objectively, uh, not to target an individual for partisan political reasons. And that campaign, those collections of campaign speeches, uh, underscore that Letitia James has egregiously violated the canons of ethics. That That's disparable, except if you're in California and New York. So if you're a Democrat, you know, you get a get-out-of-jail-free card. Look, Leo's right. When she made those statements of condemning Trump as a criminal, uh, she had no access to any evidence. Uh, She wasn't a part of the Attorney uh, General's office at the time. She was running for the office. She had seen no files, no evidence, but she preordained an outcome for purely political reasons and personal reasons to advance her career, and indeed, she was elected.
6: Well, anyway, I appreciate both of you. We're going to watch very closely. Um, I think the American people get it, which is why, in spite of what everybody imagined would happen, that this would stop Donald Trump. Just the opposite is happening. It seems to be increasing the intensity of support for him more than anything else. Thank you both. Happy New Year, guys. Appreciate it.
0: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
7: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
0: Sorry,
1: sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time.
2: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: How could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life? My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge.
1: The cat sat on the I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines
2: to microchip us all?
0: We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And... What's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop?
2: You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone.
1: And what did the deep state build under Denver Airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts
4: That's Chumbacasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. How could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life? My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'm a reporter who's covered politics for years, and in this podcast, I'm going to travel far and wide searching for the reclusive Matt Drudge, the founder of the Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who've worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. I'll also be chasing down tips from you, the listener, through a special hotline, so if you know where Drudge is right now or have a great Drudge story that might help us better understand the mysterious media mogul, please give us a call at 301-200-2414. Hopefully by the time this show ends, the man who knows Drudge best, Matt Drudge himself, will break his silence and sit down with us.
1: Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Be sure to check
4: in as soon as you get to your car after work for breaking information you need to know about. This is The Sean Hannity Show.
6: Hi, right, twenty-five to the top of the hour, eight hundred nine four one. Sean, if you want to be a part of the uh, program, want to remind you: if you don't have, in this day and age, with all the crime and defund, dismantle, no bail laws, and reimagining police departments, if you don't have a personal security plan for you and your family, you definitely need one. Well, that's where burner comes in. Uh, yes, I am and always have been a believer in the Second Amendment, but I also love technology and I love new options. The thing about burner is they've got an effective tool uh, that should be part of everybody's security plan, a non-lethal option in the right circumstances. If you have both options, you know what? You take the option that might be appropriate, but which might be less lethal, but you can protect your family, incapacitated perpetrators. Somebody breaks into your house, wants to bring harm to you, your kids, your family, or your business, maybe your employees. Anyway, it just works. Burner launchers are simply amazing. They've got shotgun shells, and you could use your own, you know, twelve gauge. You just put it in there like you would a, a regular shotgun shell, and you know, you can hit people from a pretty long distance away. Uh, we've got videos that you need to watch. They're at burnerbyrna.com slash Hannity. They have the new mission four rifle and of course the burner handgun comes in a variety of colors, even yellow, pink, and orange and camouflage. Uh, even red, white, and blue, and uh, the traditional black color. But it doesn't matter what color it is, it's effective because it shoots a projectile that releases on contact two pepper sprays and tear gas, and it will incapacitate even the largest perpetrator possible and give you an opportunity to escape, call the police, get the help you need, and save lives. Anyway, you got to have, you know, you don't want that one what-if moment to happen and not be prepared. Take a look at the video, see how effective this technology is. Go to their website. You're going to be blown away. It's burner, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. Go there today. Now, let's play. I I just this Chris Christie debacle yesterday, because, you know, that Chris Christie, he was being pressured by New Hampshire Governor Sununu to get out of the race in the hope that, you know, his anti-Trump, voters would make a switch and and probably assuming that they would go to Nikki Haley and anyway so but prior to him making that announcement he had a hot mic moment not very complimentary of Nikki Haley listen people don't
3: want to hear it Wayne mm-hmm. they don't want to hear it we know we're right but they don't want to hear it right. and and there's you know we couldn't have been any clearer Right. we couldn't have been any more any more director worked any harder so
4: Let's you know. Not forget she spent sixty eight million dollars. Yeah. I mean oh. we spent like well, when you give land 10. to China and places
3: like that. It's, yeah, it's that's what you get. Yeah. Yeah, I mean look, she spent sixty eight million so far, just on T V. Um, yeah. Spent sixty eight million so far, fifty nine million by DeSantis, and we spent twelve. Yeah. I mean who's punching above their weight and who's getting a return on their investment, you know? And she's gonna get smoked. And you and I both know it. She's not up to this.
6: she hasn't even been
1: yeah. And
3: she's still 20 points behind Trump in New Hampshire, right? Yeah, oh yeah. And, and he's, gonna, he's still going to carry Iowa, right? Yes, always. Oh, I, t- you know, I talked to. DeS- DeSantis called
7: me. Petrified yeah. that I, I would. He's but, probably getting out after Iowa. Well,
6: he's petr- all right, and that was. They didn't know they were hot, and that all went out there. Oh, I'm not going to uh, endorse anybody else. How do you endorse somebody after getting caught saying that in private? Eight hundred nine four one Sean. If you want to be a part of the uh, program, Casey in the free state of Florida. Casey is a liberal. What's up, liberal Casey? How are you? Happy New Year.
5: Hey, listen. Welcome aboard, Hannity.
6: Ah, thank you for welcoming to my welcoming me to my own show. I am very grateful.
5: Well, listen, you know, but listen, I, I just want question with you and the rest of these magas. The world saw what happened on January sixth. They saw the gallow that you yeah. magas made. You guys want to hang Mike Pence?
6: Oath keepers and the Proud Boys are already. So, slow down. Let, let me ask you a question. We also saw what these radical leftist groups did in the summer of 2020. Do you do you associate every Democrat with with those people that were involved in 574 riots? Do you apply the same standards? Uh, dozens of americans were dead thousands of cops pelted with bricks rocks bottles molotov cocktails thousands injured billions in property damage uh do you associate democrats that were calling the mostly peaceful protests uh do you do you hold them as accountable uh for the actions of some on those uh no on those 574 occasions or do you just try to will it winnow the down the the riots that take place to one because you can use it for political purposes. I just want to know if you apply your standards equally.
5: BLM is not a party and BLM is not a Democratic Party.
6: They were. Excuse me. It was bigger than BLM. It was Antifa. And you did have your vice president. You know, Kamala Harris was tweeting out after that Minneapolis precinct was burned to the ground, a bail fund uh, for people involved in in some of the incidents out there. You do know that, right?
5: Right. And you do understand
6: Antifa. And, and, and was she and was she pushing insurrection when she did that? And all the Democrats that were their their silence was deafening or their support and lying and saying it was mostly peaceful. Was the summer of seven uh, 2020 peaceful protests or those riots to you?
5: This, this summer, that was because of the rampant police brutality problem we have in this country.
6: Oh, So you're making an excuse for the riots on the left. That's what you're saying. Yes, that's exactly because we- no, those those riots are justified in your mind. Yes,
5: because we have a police. We had a police brutality problem in this country.
6: So and- the, the two, two dozen dead Americans in the summer of 2020 and the thousands of injured cops hit with bricks, rocks, bottles of Molotov cocktails, you justify that, too.
5: It, well, you had no problem on January sixth when you beat up cops. I'm
6: up. not. No. 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 I'm asking you the questions now. You, cause I'm asking if you apply the same standards. You're you're perfectly okay with people on the left that were protesting, and and people in the media and Democrats uh, saying something that was totally false, which was these were peaceful protests.
4: Yes. Yeah. It
5: might not be a peaceful protest, but it brought awareness to our police brutality problem that we had in this country,
6: and it has. So you're saying that the 574 riots were a good thing?
5: Yes, it was because it brought awareness to that police brutality problem we had under Trump.
6: That's really sick, because you know what? Unlike you, I don't I don't make broad sweeping generalizations. I don't blame every Democrat for the actions of. The, the people rioting in the summer of 2020. Now, I also, as a mixed martial artist, a, a student of the arts, uh, have said that what happened in the George Floyd case never should have happened. You know, you, you cannot, you know, take a handcuffed man and put your, your knee on their neck and, and push it into the cement without risking killing him, which is what happened. So I was one that spoke out against it. The difference between you and me, I think those people that riot, are wrong on this program on january 6th uh 2021 in real time we condemn the riots at the capitol just like we condemned you know that night on tv what had happened that day just like we condemned the 574 riots the difference between you and me though is you're just not consistent and you justify riots uh property damage uh the uh, hurling bricks rocks bottles molotov cocktails at cops Kamala Harris supporting them you you support those that lied and said they were peaceful when our own eyes showed us something differently you know you're a pretty sick guy Casey hate to tell you you're not somebody that's consistent in intellectually you're not intellectually honest you're just a political hack
5: Well, your employer,
6: Fox News, lied to blah, 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 blah. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear about your you justifying your inconsistencies and your rationalization for rioting as a means to attack me or my employer, because I don't support rioting. You're talking to me. I don't support it under any circumstances. The difference is, is you justify rioting on your side. And you want to only selectively talk about one riot and justify 574 riots. Oh, well, amazing. You know what? The mind of a liberal. It's a fascinating thing to listen to occasionally. Uh, let's go to Arkansas. Mike, you're next. Sean Hannity Show. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, Thank you for calling. Before, before me. Wow. Anyway, my uh, comment today is I understand how a lot of folks are very frustrated with the fact that Biden has not been impeached yet. I would rather they take their time and send, uh, evidence to the Senate that there is just absolutely no way they can't convict him just to show when the Democrats don't how truly
0: pathetic they are. And that's all I have to say.
6: Well, the Democrats are truly pathetic. I don't think there's any doubt about it. And I think the Democrats, you know, uh, are doing a horrible job for the country. The damage is deep and it's going to take a lot to get out of the hole that they've dug for us. It's possible. I, I I don't know what this country will look like. God forbid, if they got four more years, it would be a disaster to me. Steven next Sean Hannity show in Texas, the free state of Texas. What's up, Steven? Happy new year.
0: Happy new year, Sean. I just want to say thanks for letting us all come on your show. You're a great American. Appreciate what you do.
6: Thank you, my friend. Thanks for uh, all you do. What's on your mind? Well, I
0: have I just
6: been watching the
0: the uh, election, the election campaigns, and everything. And I just I'm just wondering one thing. You know, whenever Democrats are up here doing their thing, whenever they're on the big screen with everybody on the stage, you know, no matter how immoral their views are on a lot of things, they always stick together, thick as thieves. They're they're never destroying each other. But it seems to me like whenever you get more than one Republican on a stage together and there's a camera in front of them, everything seems to turn into a circular firing squad. It just diminishes everybody's credibility uh, whenever all they should be doing is supporting the outright front runner, who is the legitimate President Trump, who is going to be running again at the end of all this debacle. I mean, he's the most persecuted presidential political opponent in American history, and they everybody's too busy trashing each other and Trump versus pointing out all the horrible things that has happened under the Biden administration. I mean, they've destroyed uh, immigration, energy, the military. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the, the Keystone Pipeline, they destroyed that. We've probably got sleeper cells in America just waiting to be activated. Uh, human trafficking is exploding right now. Uh, it, I mean, there's, there's nothing that's going to get better if a Democrat stay in control. And I mean, what can, what can we do to get our elected officials to act more affirmly firmly other than just pinning a strongly worded letter to the Democrats to actually get something done?
6: Well, I I think the Democrats kind of like it this way because what they get is their big spending, they're open borders. Uh, their radicalism, their climate alarmism agenda passed and, and shove it down our throat. And and this is all the stuff that's going to be on the ballot next year. Law and order, safety, security, the border, you know, Bidenomics, inflation. It's all going to be there. Anyway, I uh, appreciate your call, my friend. 800 941 if you want to be a part of the program. Back to our phones, Charles is in North Carolina. Charles, hey, how are you? Glad you called. Happy New Year, sir. You too, my
0: friend. Listen, i got to kind of figure it out here. If, if Biden is exonerated and Trump is exonerated from all charges, then guess what? We get back to the campaign, period. That's it.
6: Ain't going to happen, but nice try. I mean, Democrats don't have anything that they can really talk about. I mean, think about this I they, they, they they can't talk about the borders. They can't talk about the economy. They can't talk about foreign policy. Uh, they can't talk about law and order. Um, I can't name a single program that they're implementing that is working. Can you?
0: No, not really. But I thought, you know, if that would be the easier way to get around things. But like you said, when, when the dogs are barking and they don't want to stop, they're going to keep barking. You know,
6: I hear you, man. Good call. Happy new year. Thanks, Charles. Uh, Mike in California. Mike, you're on the Sean Hannity Show. Glad you called. Hi, Sean. Uh,
0: great to have a chance to talk to you. Um, Thank you. I have, a, Thank you. About, uh, I have a question about the border, and that is, in view of the Burisma situation and what happened there, um, and since there's no logical sense to the border policies, has anyone looked into the possibility that the Biden family is receiving money from the
4: cartels,
6: uh, I, I, I haven't thought of it, but now that you mention it, I'm like, well, they made a lot of money w- with Mexico. That's for sure. That was one of the the countries, Romania and Kazakhstan and Ukraine and Russia and China, and they did all these other deals. Who knows? Um, look, look, I I think this is a matter of policy. I think Democrats, if they are viewed as the party, that is willing to aid in a bet in the law breaking that would ultimately lead leave. If they have their way to a mass amnesty, then I'm sure that they would look people in the eye and say, you wouldn't be here, but for us, uh, we hope you'll vote for us. Now I support immigration. I support legal immigration. I support people being vetted before they come into our country. We need to know they don't have radical backgrounds and associations. We need to know that they're healthy We need to know they won't be a a financial burden on the taxpayers. Uh, Once you meet those standards, I don't care where you come from. Welcome to America. But do it legally. Republicans are the party of law and order, and this is lawlessness out of control and a president that refuses to uphold his oath to the Constitution. That's how I see it.
0: But I think that's the additional factor of... uh the cartels kind of running loose and uncontrolled down there
4: brings up that question.
6: They're making millions every week in human trafficking, drug trafficking. They're making a fortune. And you know what? Uh, we know how to stop them because Trump was able to stop them. They don't want to stop them. Anyway, thank you, my friend. 800 941 our number, if you want to be a part of the program as we continue.
2: Okay, round
3: two. Name something that's not boring.